The Words with Chris and Drew podcast is part of Podnose, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network. For episode archives of Words with Chris and Drew and all of the shows on the network, visit us at www.podnose.com. You can also follow us on Twitter by at Podnose or send us an email by admin at podnose.com. Cold enough to freeze the balls off a brass monkey, as they say. Why has he sent us here? Uh, for fun, oh. I expect. Oh, you don't sound very cold. <laughs> <laughs> is that what cold oh. sounds? <laughs> Blimey, this is rubbish. I'm not joking, Oh, fucking hell. Should we start again? Should we... <laughs> Do you mean the version from the Muppets Christmas Carol? <laughs> as as, Bredor, as uh, um, portrayed by Waldorf and Sattler. We're Marley and Marley. <laughs> that was perfect. Oh, well, before, before we sign off on this one. And that was episode six. Yeah. Thanks. What? That episode was Actually, my... is this episode five? This is a shambles. <laughs> that was my favourite episode. <laughs> Why? Because it was the shortest one. Why is he sent us here? It's freezing. One of his, another one of his puckish whims, I imagine. Oh. Well, he did say we had to go via Antarctica, didn't he? But Jesus, yeah, that's oh, that's going around the house oh. a bit, isn't it? It is chilly. All right, so how are we, what are we going to do now then? Well, luckily there's this shack here. It oh. looks, it looks a little abandoned. How, but how wonderfully fortuitous! Yes, my plan is let's get inside, see if there's any supplies. Ooh, we can take. Yeah, that's a good idea. Before we continue our journey. Yeah, let's go that way. Let's then. let's get in this door then. It's a bit. Nice. You got big strong arms. Well, you know, I've, I've been working out. Obviously, <laughs> obviously. Oh, well, this is all right. So, there's, I mean, there's a couple of dead guys. Yeah. But. They've got nice big coats on. We could take those. Corpse rubbing. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, we're in a desperate situation. What would you have us do? Just walk out uh, into the wilderness? I mean, I, I, I see I see the logic, but yeah. so I don't have to lie. I don't it. feel good about it. Okay. Don't, don't put that good. on me. Good, 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 good. Well, I mean, we may as well warm up in here. There's a little stove here. Should we try and get well, this Let's crack going? on. Let's get that going. Let's get that going, yeah. and then we can do our first question before maybe, we try and figure out what we're... Maybe get a bit of soup going. On the gas Ooh, yeah, check that, that check that little cabinet, see if there's any tins. Whoa. Chicken soup galore, look at that. Chicken soup, perfect, mate. Yeah. Get those down. You got a tin opener? Um, I, will pet, I will tear it apart with my bare hands. <laughs> Use them arms. Soup's everywhere now. Anyway. Well, most of it went in the pans, that's all right. Good job, all good right. job. Let's get the gas ring Let's going. Let's get that going. Yeah, well, you, you, you might say we're cooking on gas. Yes, yeah, you might yeah, say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, at least you know we're off to a fairly good start here. We're not. This is going so far so good. I would say it's going better than it normally does. Yeah. All right. Cool. Should we do a question then? Yeah. Why the hell not? Eh. Cool, man. Well, first question is from Scott Willis. Oh, hey Scott. Hey Scott, indeed. Um, he wanted to know. <laughs> do you think the name? Adolf will ever come back? Probably not. <laughs> well, you say this, but the other week, <laughs> when I wasn't being thrown around time and space, 
I was in a bar in London, okay. and uh, there was a TV on with the football, German football, mm-hmm. and it was like Frankfurt versus someone, and it showed the team list, and one of the team's head coaches was called Adolf something. It was oh. like Adolf, and it was an H, the second it was H, because when I first looked up, I was like, what? Is that, is his name Adolf Hitler? But it was Adolf him something, Himmel oh. or something. It was like, yeah, it might have been that, Himmel. Uh, so, there is people called Adolf. Oh. Is it so in, it hasn't died out. Is it in popular usage? Is it one of those names? I don't, you don't hear it often. That's the first time I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> like, since, you know... It's one of the, Maybe it's one of that those fella. things that... I don't know. I, I would imagine there's probably still a taboo about it. But then again, mm. I don't live in a German-speaking country. So maybe I'm completely barking just, up the wrong tree there. Well, I would just imagine, like... I, it makes me just think of, like, the parents. Like, are they doing that as, like, a statement? Mm. So, but but I have to say, on the evidence that I've brought forward, that the name Adolf hasn't died out, even in Germany, because it was clearly a German guy called Adolf who manages a football team. Mm. Well, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't imagine it's ever going to be sort of like a, a, a massively popular one. No, would it be worse in Germany? I would. I, I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. Then, because if you call someone Adolf here. Would that be worse than if it was in well, Germany? Well, it would be strange because, you know, it's Who'd unusual. Who'd be more offended? <laughs> I don't know. Is the short answer to that one? It's probably universally, <laughs> you know, I don't think it matters really, does it? it it's actually? fair to say that it carries a substantial amount of baggage, doesn't it? Uh, yes. Probably the most, but I can't think of another name that as soon as you say it, you think of that. Just, just the first some, name, you mean? Yeah, like... Mm. Unless you can, I can't think of any. Like that is that is the name. That is the no-no. It's like Voldemort in that universe. Yeah. Maybe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Where you think <laughs> you just hear the first two syllables and you're like, ah, yeah, all them, all them bad things. Yeah. Well, yeah. There you go, Scott. So, hasn't died out. Was that satisfactory? Interestingly. <laughs> all right. So, another question from Carl Smith. Hello, Carl. He says, have you ever met someone who is unable to be helpful, but think they are? Share the experience, but no names. Probably, I've probably worked with some people mm. that were like that, you know, yeah. at office and stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just because there was a lot, of, of like, a lot of, like, young kids that would come in there with little, with attitudes. Yeah. You know, and I, we were I, the two old-timers in the stockroom, like, you know. I, I managed to really annoy one of them, because I yeah. was, because this kid Oh, go on, I always like stories where you annoy little children. He was, I guess this kid was about 16 and he okay. was there part time and I was like the old git in the stockroom yeah. at, at the grand old age of 30 you know yeah. um, don't knock it mate oh yeah that's a good <laughs> great days you know and um, basically he was sort of I was in the middle of doing a bit of paperwork so I'm just going like to stir the soup stir the old soup yeah, just yeah, getting yeah. a bit of a skin Girl, uh, can't have skin no I mean I know we're in the Antarctic and all the rest of it but yeah standards just give it um, a stir so I was in the stockroom completing some paperwork as you as you do, mm. and uh, one of the young kids who I guess he would have been about sixteen at the time, sort of runs up to me and starts waving this item at me, and, you know, to the point I can't really see it. And he's like, "What's this? What's this? What is it? What is it?" And so I was like, "Okay, hang on." So I made a real sort of show of it, like put my glasses on <laughs> like, like this, and, uh, and said, "That looks like a shoe to me, son." <laughs> He, he wasn't very happy. Um, I, like I suppose it. this is an example of me not being very helpful. Really, isn't it? <laughs> that is exactly. It. Um, You've shot yourself in the foot. Yeah, there. yeah. But um, he he really was angry. He's like, oh my fucking god, that's such a fucking lame dad joke. I can't believe you did that. And I was so happy with myself. Anything <laughs> <laughs> to vex the youth yeah. today? I tell you, actually, a friend of my parents. She she she's lovely. She you know she's absolutely harmless and she's really sweet. Yeah. Um, but you know, this, this was sort of in relation to something that the band was doing, mm. and this would have been a conversation we had maybe in 2014. Yeah, so just I think the date is important because her suggestion was, I was just wondering, have you thought about putting your music on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it, it's it, so it, sweetly. Yeah, it, it was very well meant, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of it. And well, the internet's going to be huge. I've, I've heard it. big things about it. You know? <laughs> yeah, and then. And then the, the same person uh, a couple of years later, after we did that tour with Raging Speedhorn, mm. you know, up and down, different 
qualities of venue up and down the UK, yeah. you might say. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she very sweetly asked me when we came back, says, did you manage to get a programme? <laughs> right. And I had to say, it, it really wasn't that kind of tour, I'm afraid. Yeah, yeah. That's it, was, it, was, sweet, it was quite a funny thing to yeah. be asked, you know. So I, I wouldn't say it was unhelpful as Oh, such, hold on, but it, hold on. Can you hear... What's that weird noise coming through the... A bit I'm of shouting gonna, and carrying on. Let me, just, let me just unsteam this window. There seems to be <laughs> a bit of a ruckus going on outside. Ooh. It looks like a herd of sea lions or something. Seals. I don't know. That I don't know. But there seems to be a bit of a bit of, art, a bit of a ruckus. Yeah. I'm going to chuck this coat on and investigate. Do you want right, to join? Yeah, yeah, I'll help myself. Well. To the soup. The, we've got the soup now. Anyway, good. We're souped up in that in the cup. There. Yeah, little mugged soup. Lovely. I'll get a moment. Let's push this door open. Brace yourself. Oh, there's that wind again. That's brisk. Right. <laughs> Let's have a look over it. What is there's some shuffling? Oh, this looks a bit. This looks a bit uh, testy. What's yeah, going yeah. on? What's he up to? These slapping noises. <laughs> so sea lions having a fight over uh, something or other. Yeah. Why, why, why do sea lions fight? Uh, I'm assuming for, <laughs> why can't they all just get along? Yeah, I don't know. Probably for you know territory, women, all that kind of thing. It look, I mean, it looks like there's a group of women watching. I see. Other, other females are having a little look. Uh, so this looks like a test of, like a show of strength or dominance. I see. That's what I'd assume. Right, right. Don't right, get right. too close. No, I'm keeping my distance, man. That one's got a... I was going to say, that that, that particular sea lion, I, I don't think that's a legitimate sea lion. Why, why would you say that, though? Because he just <laughs> called that other one a cunt. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting that's, to that's see... That's a bit of a tell, I would say. Do you remember when we were in the desert? And now, now, and he's, now uh, he's having a bit of a... And a bit of a cheeky vape as well. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who's holding on to that. He's doing pretty well. Do you remember when we were in the desert and our uh, mysterious friends became a camel? No, oh, you're, not, you're not suggesting that. Oh, I am suggesting that. Oh, no. Should we... Uh, oh, no. Do you think we should intervene? I mean, he's doing pretty well, to be fair to him. He looks let's, like let's, leave, let's leave him alone for a little bit. Maybe, right. maybe, maybe when they're done, go and say hello. Why don't you describe the scene? Oh, well, uh... <laughs> he's got him in a headlock. Yeah. Oh, and, uh... Now, um, a, 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 a perfectly executed German suplex. His opponents really felt that one. Touch of the Kurt Angles of that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it looks like he's in complete control of the situation. He's got him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got him down for the free count. Yeah. Irish whip into the corner. <laughs> There's inexplicably a ring. Yeah. Did, did, did we not mention that? Oh, yeah. That's going on, listeners. Yeah. Um, Clothesline from hell, I think this is over. <laughs> this is done. This is done. One, two, Call three. It That's it. All right, he's done. Should we, um, should we have a word? Yeah. <coughs> Friends! It's you. It's oh, you. It's not you again. A cabin in the frozen tundra, soup in hand, ready to slide into more icy perils, are you listeners? Good. Can our heroes trust this mysterious whiskery blubber biscuit, cow of the ice? Or is their trust misplaced, like a wholemeal loaf carelessly stored in a fridge freezer? Only time will tell. Gather round, grasp your loved ones near, put down that penguin and lend us your ears as the story unfolds. <laughs> hey, 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 hold on, fuck off right cropper, your cart horse isn't welcome here. Again, we saw him up like a kipper, didn't I? He did, so. Oh, I'm knackered. <laughs> Oh, he, what was the fight about, man? Oh, uh, uh, over there. Which one? Uh, over there. <laughs> well, them. <laughs> There's a herd. I don't know what you call well, them. Yeah, they're mine now, aren't they? They're, oh, they're yours. The Is that what that was about? Oh, Is that how it works in the world of sea lions? You've won the harem. Well, I assume so. I think that. I think that he looked like he was just ravaging all of them. So, I have to ask, yeah. why, are you, why have you chosen a sea lion? <laughs> What's this? Weather. Weather is this? Is this similar to when we're in the desert and you chose something that you knew could deal with the weather? Absolutely. Right. I so am <laughs> blubber warm right now. <laughs> I imagine blubber you warm. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what blubber is for, is it not? 
Exactly. Yeah. You boys look nice and warm. We found these coats. Yeah, got, got a bit of cup of soup on the go. Yeah, know? yeah, so killed them both. I'd offer you some soup, but you've, you've got your vape. You seem alright. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had a load of fish earlier. Load of fish? Yeah. So, nice. you're, so you're a sea lion now? I am, yeah. Do you like it? Yeah, it's interesting. Do you like my little hands? Yeah. Yeah, they're good then. See what I've done to that other one? Yeah, oh, yeah. Is he, he alright? I've done a suplex on him. <laughs> He did. Is he alright? He's, he's he never experienced a suplex before. He's, he I has, don't imagine many sea lions have. He was coming at me with his tusks, <laughs> and I thought I'm not having that. He's going over top rope. <laughs> he's not moved. He's not. He's moved. dead. <laughs> you killed him. Is he not just ashamed and not doesn't want to get up? Oh, he will. When we all leave, he'll he'll get up and shuffle off somewhere. I'm sure. Yeah, slink away lick, go, go and uh, lick his wounds somewhere I'm well, sure well, getting on anyway so you found the soup I left for you and, uh, oh, was that oh it was you yeah. you left a, I yeah. mean yeah we oh well to... there were some blokes scientist blokes in the, the, the shack over there so you killed those so I thought you are going to need them coats <laughs> oh, I see so, so you, I come you... at them with me tusks so you murdered them on our behalf did you absolutely oh. <laughs> we appreciate that could you not have just left two coats in there that would have been much far more expedient surely yeah maybe Thinking in the moment, wasn't I? Yeah, we don't blame Did you. Did you just fancy a bit of murder? Is that what it was? Well, I love murdering. I do it for your behalf. <laughs> we appreciate we appreciate everything you've done. But why are we in the, the you know Antarctica? Like, I told you, didn't I? We you said we had to go fly by. here, but we're not. We yeah, still we're really don't know why. Why. yeah, we're not really clear on that. Shipping route had to go past Antarctica to swing back. Problem there. Yes. No longer in a ship. Yeah. Correct. So probably could have avoided coming here. I see. Oh, darn. So this wild goose chase continues. Also, I wanted to be a sea lion. Right. So this well, is more about you. I'm, I'm, I'm sure we've all felt that way at some point or another. <laughs> and I didn't really think I could be a sea lion where you're from, so... Yeah, England. I'm starting to miss it. They, they don't take too kindly to sea lions in uh, um, Orpington. No. They're not. I've never seen one. There's no place I want to be. I've never seen a sea lion in Orpington. No, me neither. Yeah. What have you got there? We've got, we've got several curry places, you know. Oh, yeah. could be a curry place. You want to, you want to be a curry place? <laughs> Just, well, I, I wouldn't object to that. If you want to turn yourself into an all-you-can-eat Indian buffet right now, that would be extremely helpful. No, I can't. Well, do we're, that. Um, Listen, uh, boys, I've got some business to be attending to. Okay. okay. Because obviously I've conquered the alpha. You, yeah. I'm now in charge of this harem. <laughs> that are absolutely oh, right, gagging. Mm. Yeah. For a bit of this. Oh yeah, you do. So look. I'm going to have to shuffle off. Right, yeah. well, you you you, with t- them. you do that then, just for a minute. Yeah. Okay, all right. We're going to we'll do some more questions, and then we really do need to discuss getting yeah, back yeah, to I'll be back. England. You know, I'll be back. Okay, I'll see you, see you boys in a bit. You yeah. you enjoy? Okay, cheerio. There he goes. Okay, I'm shuffling. Shuffle. It's um, almost hypnotic. It is, isn't it? It's like a lava lamp. Um, all right, we'll do. Uh, <laughs> George Grimwood has a question. Oh, hello, George. He says, which films, music artists, and or authors are your cultural blind spots? Things you keep meaning to get into but never get round to. Oh, right, okay. Um, do, we have to do, what, do we have to do one of each then, I suppose? No, just do one of something. Okay. Oh, well, I've got I mean, other questions. Is, th- th- there are several in Some each category. Some from cat- George as well. There are several in each category that I could name. All right, well, get, let's do, you do one from each. Okay. Films? Uh, I've never seen The Godfather. I haven't either. Good God, but we ought to sort we that out. We should watch that point. together. Yeah. Let's, let's do that when we, when we get back to England. When the voyage is over, let's do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Uh, what was the second category? Music artists? Oh, Christ, loads. I mean, and I, I would say music artists that are relevant within our sphere. Because mm. we're, yeah, I think we're mostly rock and metal and prog guys, really, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. And between us, I think we have several, n- numerous, I would say, blind spots. Yeah. In terms of our listening, there's always a blind spot. Oh yeah, you're, nev- you're, you're never going to be on top of it all. Incidentally, I discovered uh, a few decent um, artists listening right. to listening to George's uh, uh, Grim Word. Ah, any 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 you'd care to? Share? Probably, I don't know if you'd appreciate them. I, well, I'd, I'd be actually I'd be willing to have a have them have a the go. Pa- you know? The Paper Kites. The I Paper Kites. I believe they're called the Paper Kites. They've got a really good song that's like. Um, it sounds like a sort of 80s ballad but really soft and okay. sweeping and lovely but yeah um, that's I, a, that's, I, could, I might get behind that that's a shameless plug there for George you're welcome uh, well done you're welcome George good work George 
Um, the the other one was authors. You got any books or oh you know, shit? Just about authors? every author who ever lived, man. Seriously. This is what I mean. There's so much. <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I don't read enough. Uh, no. I've never read enough, really. So no. that's that's actually one a thing that I'm, I've actually now got a pile of books. Um, yeah. Waiting for me, and my mission is to basically just sort of read for an hour a day at least, and mm-hmm. I'll soon get to all of them. Well, you know, I love me audio books. Yeah, 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 yeah. Part of me wants to say that's cheating, but. Is we it, can though? discuss that is if it? you want. No, it's not. It's not cheating. I don't think. I actually don't. Let's think just. It is I'll, I'll, I'll ask you one question, on which on. will just you know uh, put pay to this. Uh, if uh, I listen to the audiobook of, let's say, the Philosopher's Stone, uh-huh. and you read the Philosopher's Stone, can we then have a conversation about the content? Absolutely. So there you go. Let's leave it at that. And it's also very handy. For you know, if you're doing other things, you yeah, can't hold a book. Yeah. Oh no, no! The I mean, washing I, up. I, I know that audible is is immensely popular. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. And some people like me get headaches, all right, when they read too much. So shut up. Um. So I have a question from Joe Lord. Hello, Joe Lord. He says, "What do you think about the current trend of white knighting uh, for others, as in being offended on the behalf of someone else in the context of comedy?" The example that springs to mind being a comedian that told he, uh, a comedian being told he can't make jokes about disabled people after the death of his disabled sister and a show he made about it. Okay, is that a thing a real life? I'd never, I'd never heard of that okay. thing white knighting, but I know, I know what he's talking. Well, about. Well, the expression yeah. white knighting has been around for a little while. I know, yeah, I know. Okay. Obviously, it's obvious kind of what it means, but in that context, yeah, he's saying in the context of comedy, it's, so. a, it's essentially where a person gallops yeah, yeah. into a conversation to defend someone else, to defend yeah. someone, but they it end doesn't up, directly affect them, whatever. Yeah. But they do it in such a way that they end up looking like a complete tit. Basically. Okay, that's that's. Kind so, of what do you reckon then, in the context of comedy? So, it's a hot topic. Yeah, um, I mean, my view is that um, each case is going to be somewhat different. Yeah, and of course, as um, as I think most people would probably agree, it isn't necessarily the subject of the joke. Mm-hmm. It's the framing and the target of the joke. Which is yeah. going to make the difference. Let's let's take an example. I mean, this is probably about a mile away from Joe's example. Faulty Towers, the Germans. Right. Yeah. Which I think it's probably fair to guess that such a episode would probably not get onto the telly these days. No, probably not. And the question is, I mean, if you sort of want to sort of defend that episode, mm. that you you'd have to construct a watertight case to demonstrate that Basil is the target of the joke there, and not. The guests who he's yeah, yeah. harassing, yeah, yeah, basically, it's a difficult case to make. I have to say, okay. Um, I suppose the other issue with the episode is that earlier in the episode, the uh, the major uses a number of racial epithets, <laughs> which definitely yeah. would not get on the table oh, of these days. And again, the question you have to ask there is: Is the major and his attitude the target of the joke there? Yeah, yeah. Or is he just sort of is it just a cheap laugh at someone else's expense? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, in a, lot of, a lot of those, answered. a lot of those. Cases, I'm not really saying anything profound here. I'm just sort no, of, you're not. I'm just rephrasing. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of those jokes, though. Like, and then obviously, I'm going to use Ricky Gervais' example, and you knew that was coming. Yeah, I did. Um, like, it's a lot of the stuff. He, like, consider like The Office and stuff. A lot of the stuff he, a lot of the jokes, it's his own ignorance that is the you know he is the target of the joke his own Dave, David Brent yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 this is the whole thing like everyone is offended by different things like you can't like in oh, what's his name uh, the, I don't know the the guy that actually plays him but like Jonathan Pyatt mm. did you see the thing that Matt posted oh of course you're not on the I, I, I deactivated so he, um, yeah. he he's talking about it where he said he could be he was sitting watching Frankie Boyle mm. and um at like Live with the Apollo or something and he said that he told a joke that uh, he found offensive like or he was offended and he sort of went oh you, you can't do that Frank. and there's a guy next to him and loads of other people laughing and then ten minutes later he tells another joke where he's laughing his ass off and the guy next to him was doing the same thing like oh like you can't say that and it's, this is the whole point it is and that whole like you know trying you can't cater to everyone and people that go to a comedy show like you can't expect the person on stage to know your life story 
Do you know no, what I mean? That's true. It's so like I you're mean, going there with the understanding there, there, that there is a difference. Though I think that there is a difference between a comic sort of and dealing. I mean, I think I think what we're sort of driving at here is a little bit is the point, argument that a lot of people make is that people and even comedians use comedy to sort of process some of the darkness in their own lives. Is yeah, that, yeah. Would you, would you say that's fair? Okay, I'm going to sort of um, channel a little bit a long-form video essay I watched on YouTube the other day. <laughs> okay. Uh, by a YouTuber called ContraPoints, who I've been sort of following for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And the video is called The Darkness. And she kind of gets into that bit, the argument that edgy comedy, uh, or the argument that it can be allowed on the basis that people need to use comedy and make light of things to just sort of come to terms with the dark bits of life. Yeah. That's just, you know, in, as, as far as that goes, yes, I can kind of get behind that. But the point she makes, and I, and I do fundamentally agree with this, is that it's, if it's darkness that's in your own life and you're sort of making light of your own experiences mm. in a way which might be perceived as edgy, that's one thing. If you're doing it to somebody else's experiences... Yeah, then you've, you, that's an altogether different kettle of fish. Basically, do, do you know what I'm sort of? I know what you're saying. What I'm getting but at there. I still. Think I mean, when, when someone it depends on when someone where says, you're saying that. I mean, when I mean when someone like, yeah. I mean, let's say you know, if yeah, you go to if the someone comedy says, show and someone make, and he and someone makes a joke. I'm not just talking about Ricky Gervais. Anyone. Yeah. Frankie Boyle was another example. If he makes a joke about something that hasn't happened in his life. Like, do you? Is, are you saying well, he, that? Well, that's what, what, like, what I'm saying is, he can't make the defence at that point. I don't think he would legitimately be able to defend that on the basis that, oh, you've got to laugh about these things. No, but otherwise even as even as a yeah, but regardless, that, that, that of why, course would not be open to him. At that yeah, point. but why? Regardless, forgetting that, why should he not be able to say that on a stage when he's there to perform comedy? I mean, he can. I mean, there's probably there's probably nothing well, stopping him. Well, there is absolutely nothing stopping him. But and that's, just not, that's, not the, that's not the same as whether you should. But I, I'm firmly behind the fact that you should be able to joke about anything. Absolutely anything? Yep. Without no. any... Yep. Without, it depends with, with no on the joke. caveats It depends on the joke. It depends on the joke, whether it comes from a good or bad place. That's a, a, it's, it's Because you, you tell a joke to like a mate with the express understanding that neither party is like that. It's just a joke. It's just a joke. It's not meant to like offend. It's just, you're supposed to be able to just laugh at things, and like you sometimes you laugh at things you know you shouldn't. If you if you see someone trip over in the street and they end up hurt, but like you, you know initially you're like oh that was funny, but you know you shouldn't. That's it's just a I reflex. Mean, I, think, I think we're sort of comparing apples to oranges a little bit here. Though. Well, no, I'm yeah. saying that like sometimes we laugh at things we shouldn't, and I don't think it's completely wrong to you know flex that muscle. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, I mean, you are fully, you are fully entitled to laugh at whatever you like. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's, I think that's a different discussion from. Well, what, what was what was Joe's original question? It was the white knighting. Yeah, and what what do I? Yeah, think we've gone off the, on a big tangent. Yeah, okay. But so, like, yeah, what, he, what he, do he, I think of the recent trend of getting up? Yeah, like jumping in on behalf of someone else. I mean, that in itself, I suppose, you're sort of entering murky water there because you can stick up for a person. Yes, I think I think legitimately sticking up for a person and then shamelessly white knighting are two separate things. The problem I have with that phrase white knighting, though, mm. is that there are people who do legitimately fit that criteria, you know, right, for, yeah, yeah. and like, they're obviously complete pillocks, you know. But the trouble is, it's now been expanded to cover just about anyone who sticks up for anyone else on their behalf, right? Yeah, you yeah. know. Um, so I, I do understand. I think I do understand the phenomenon that Joe is sort of talking about here. Mm. But um, I don't know if it's a recent thing. I don't know if it's a recent trend. I mean, it's certainly with with the advent of social media. I, I think say, it's, it's certainly it's certainly been accelerated. Yeah, yeah. Social media is, a, is an accelerant to that sort of stuff. Um, but you know, comics comedians have been getting in trouble since long before then, haven't they? And they, yeah, and they were getting called out long before then. Like uh, Bernard Manning is the one that sort of springs instantly to mind. Mm. Jim Davidson. Oh yeah. Uh, even Billy Connolly at some point or another. You know, they've all had people have said things about all kinds of like stuff that comedians have said, and it's like the worst thing you can do is then apologise for it. <laughs> you shouldn't have said it in the first place. Well, I mean, if you do it on stage, you're kind of admitting that your act's shit. Anyway, look, we've been on this a while. Okay. Um, our, our buddy's shuffling back over. He might want to join in on these Hello. next couple of questions. See, like, how oh. did it, how did you get on with the harem? Oh, you got any water? He's surrounded by it. 
frozen. Little slurp of that quickly. <laughs> Just gnawing on the ice there. Lovely. Oh, knackered. Yeah. Well, there was a fair few of them. Good Gone job. A lot. <laughs> They'll be pregnant. Anyway, you know, you don't use protection. Sit like I don't know what. I just protected all of them. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. I am the protection pal. (laughs) All right. Well, we're we're still on our questions. Was was the other sea lion rude to them? You might say he was white knighting. Oh, he was. Yeah, he was doing whatever that is. (laughs) (laughs) The bastard. Well, we're, we're, we're in the middle of our podcast, if you want to join oh, in. Oh, you're doing that again, are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. That's well, we're, we're trying to... We, we, you know, we had this planned, and then, you know, we've ended up all over the globe, so, but we, we don't want to stop. We don't want to stop. You're a world tour, aren't you? Yeah, it's, it's all right. Listen, we're, not, and I'm, I'm actually all right this week, you know, because I've got the yeah. coat and I've had my soup. Yeah. I feel all right. Yeah, all right. It's not all bad, am I? It's not all bad. I mean, it's blustery, but... This is this is the least rubbish situation we've been in for some time, I would say. Yeah, okay. which is surprising. Yeah, usually it's life and limb and all that. Yeah, your old pal coming through. Yeah. All right, well, uh, either of you want to go on any of my harem? <laughs> we're not. Really... I think I think we're okay for them for the time being. <laughs> I think we're all right. Sorry, it's like offering too much. I think they they look a bit shattered anyway, mate. Oh, they're gonna have a kit, yeah. You've done a number on them. <laughs> anyway. We've got some questions here, so you might, you, we might want your... Yeah, I know, all sorts, don't I? Your very specific sea lion perspective. So, Katie Golding. Hello, Katie. She says, um, what strange combination of flavours do you like together? She says, example, I like peanut butter, cheese and mayonnaise sandwiches. Ooh. I was, I was, I that, mean, that was not a happy Peanut all. butter and cheese, I was like, okay. When she added the mayo. Yeah, that's... Mayonnaise uh... with peanut butter. That's a bit. Um, that's a bit weird. Yeah, I'm not. I, I mean, but I think that's her point, isn't it? That it's a strange. A whisper bar dipped in mayonnaise. Oh, you serious? That's not something you do, is it? Are you just being deliberately <laughs> out there? I think that's yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. No, I'm, do that I'm being obvious. What, what kind of? <laughs> yeah, you are. What kind of person would you have to be to do that to a whisper bar? Yeah, that could Whispers be. A, that, could, that could be an insult, or even. You look like the kind of guy that would dip a whisper bar in mayonnaise. <laughs> That's a very strange insult. But it's also yeah. one of the worst I can think of. It is pretty bad. To be honest with you. It's just a waste, isn't it? Yeah. A whisper. And yeah, the mayonnaise yeah. as well. Do you have it's any... very subjective to your taste, isn't it? Obviously, I'm well, I mean, a sea lion. I you love, love fish. slurping up fish, don't I? But do you ever, like, get some fish, mix it with... I mean, what else is there? <laughs> in... Ice. Yeah. Fish and ice surprise. <laughs> Fish ice cream? Yeah. Fish sticks? I can't think of anything. Fish sticks? Frozen fish sticks? I mean, yeah. What else is there? What else can you I've eat? I've had other stuff. What have you had? When I was a pirate. Oh, you mean back when you were in human yeah. form? Did did, yeah. did you ever encounter Captain Bird's eye? Did? Did he give you any of his tasty pre-packed fruit? Always. Yeah, yeah. Did you, did you like any of those? Loved them. Ocean pie? That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> was he on the ship? I don't know. You're, you, did you meet him? Well, it wasn't the one we slaughtered. Oh, you mean the, the one last week? <laughs> yeah. We didn't act. We killed we did, Captain Birdseye. We slaughtered Captain Birdseye. Oh, shit. We made it. You stabbed him up. That's really... I remember that. That's really made me unhappy, that is. It's part of the reason I've treated you to a nice nice week. I appreciate it. Yeah. I like the way you shagged um, that feather. Do you have any, though? Like, is there anything you can think of like that you eat at home that you think... Um, you... I mean, I, I, think, think I, I imagine that everyone... A lot of people go through the phase of trying to fit an entire fry up between two slices of bread, don't they? Well, I don't know if I've ever tried the entire prayer. Well, certainly not a, a, a decent. Well, that's not weird. That's not no, weird. it's not really. That's that, that, that's completely that's sensible. That's a terrible example. Yeah. Example, and that is, that is the only <laughs> the only really weird thing I can think of. Wait, you said something recently that I found weird. What was it? Um, you put like was it marmite in something, or oh, or was it shit. like oh fuck, I can't remember now. A, a, a long time ago, actually, pancakes. Was it pancake day the other day? So good time it was to bring this up. Pancake day the other day. Long time ago, I missed that, didn't we? I used to have pan. I used to have marmite on my pancakes. Now what are you doing? That was a long time ago. <laughs> I hope you don't eat lemon. I don't do that anymore. I'm lemon, good. lemon and sugar now, like lemon everyone else. A bit of Nutella, maybe. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with that? That's there's, normal. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just not just as good as sugar and lemon with your pancakes. Fair that's, enough. That's the, that's the that was the classic lemon. when I was young. It was lemon and uh, yeah. Yeah, sugar. Yeah, yeah, But now I'm, you know, 
You do all sorts now. When I was younger, I did occasionally plump for peanut butter and dry cornflakes in a sandwich. Now that's a weird one. Yeah, I think... I could see it kind of working, but I still think it's weird. I think this is... Cereal and and bread. The genesis of that idea, you, you may laugh a little bit, there was, I don't know if this was still on the TV because I'm a little older than you, but mm. there was a. Sh- you ain't older than me, pal. That's true, you're four million years old. Um, Easy. <laughs> it's only 700. I'll do bigger, pardon. Um, there was a show on the TV when I was really young, like a toddler, called Birth of the Big Machine. Do you remember no. that one? No. It might have stopped by the time you were TV watching age. Well, you're, you're like at least 80 by now, so. That's true, yeah. Um, but. Birth of the Big Machine was sort of a stop motion, stop motion, stop motion animation about right. a factory machine called Bertha, and every week Bertha would go wrong and start producing the wrong thing. Okay. Um, but anyway, one of one of the workers in the factory got his sandwiches out, and it was uh, peanut butter and cornflake sandwiches. And that and and the fact that that appeared in the episode was enough for me to want to try it. Yeah, basically. Try it, yeah. So I did. Fair enough. How, so was you go. How was that? I imagine quite dry, to be honest. It was okay. I mean, the because <laughs> it's dry cornflakes. Is it? Was it good enough that it was worth telling people about? Well, I mean, it's probably the only particularly unusual combination. No, I but can, I mean, I would you would you recommend it? Is what I mean. Oh, okay. I mean, to be honest, it's like a rubbish version of crunchy peanut butter. So, you so know, not really. I mean, if if you're absolutely desperate, just get for, crunchy peanut butter, really. Well, yeah, but I mean, maybe if you're absolutely desperate for crunchy peanut butter, and, and you've you only got smooth. you've only got smooth, and you happen to have some dry cornflakes on hand, I'll tell you what, it's a semi-acceptable. I made an error the other day. Did you? I bought, I went, got my peanut butter because it's a staple of my diet now. Yeah. And uh, accidentally got smooth. Oh. I was gutted. I was absolutely gutted. And you know the other thing with smooth peanut butter I've found whilst I've been you know eating. You look like the kind of guy that eats smooth <laughs> peanut butter. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, it, you get through it a lot quicker because I find that when you've got okay. the, the crunch, it doesn't. It I don't know. It seems to. It just seems to last a bit longer. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. But yeah, there you go. But the good news is I'll be done with it soon, and I can go out and get myself some crunchy. Hey. That's the best. That's the that is the way forward. That's the way it? forward indeed. Um, Katie also said uh, this is a probably slight, slightly deeper question. Can you really experience anything objectively? Ooh. <laughs> okay, we're in my wheelhouse now. Yeah. This is philosophy we're talking about. Go on. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, again. I'll be you may as well shuffle off for another one. I'll I'll be here. I, I suppose we'll come with me. I'll be quite the twenty yeah, I might come over there actually. Come make we'll the leave harem. Him, we'll <laughs> leave Drew with the listeners. We'll be back in a minute. I suppose we're on the subject of phenomenal uh, you are here. We're off. Oh I see you later then. I'll be back in a bit. So I'm just gonna talk to myself. Show me show me who, who's your favourite. Oh she's lovely, look. I'm wounded, listeners. I feel wounded and personally attacked by this turn of events. Okay, right. Well, it depends which philosopher you ask, I suppose, doesn't it, really? Um, I mean, if we go back to... She's nice. Anyway. Um, what do you mean, her tits? Didn't know C-Lines Adam. There they are. So maybe we won't go all the way back to ancient Greece, but I mean, maybe if we start with uh, René Descartes, the second meditation... And I think he was talking about how his mind has such qualities that its existence may uh, necessarily not be doubted, but his body has such qualities that it may be doubted. Um, so he posited there was a distinction between um, the mind and the body. And that distinction was that because you don't know if your senses at any point are actually giving you accurate information about the outside world, it could very well be that your perception of your own body is completely illusory. So if you've ever seen The Matrix, it's basically that idea in a nutshell. But he says because you can think about such things, because you're able to contemplate the possibility, it demonstrates by definition that you have a mind. Therefore, the mind has uh, such qualities that its existence may not be doubted. Then you've got later philosophers like Locke, who took the idea a little bit further. And he was talking about the possibility that maybe an object inherently has uh, primary qualities and, as he put it, secondary qualities. Um, Primary qualities are things which are inherent to the object itself, like form. So this goes back a little bit to Plato. So, for instance, this biro I'm holding... Uh, a primary quality, maybe. Wow, never you mind about that, matey. 
I'm really challenging, channeling my degree here and failing miserably at it, I might add. Um, but you might say that this biro, on some um, metaphysical level, has the inherent form of a biro, therefore it is present, presents in the universe as a biro. Yeah, but at the same time, it also has secondary qualities which are only available to uh, perception. Therefore, if nobody is perceiving them, those secondary qualities cease to consist, which then leads on to the Bishop Barclay, who posited that there are only secondary qualities. Nothing has any inherent form, any inherent metaphysical form, and everything really is just entirely a matter of perception. So the old philosophical um, poser about if a tree falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, does it make any sound? That's very, uh, I would say, consistent with Bishop Barclay. However, there is a poem which kind of sums up his way around this in philosophical levels because you see he said that because he was a, he was a religious man obviously because he was a bishop he said that because God is omnipresent God is everywhere God is perceiving all at every all the time um, it therefore stands to reason that these secondary qualities are always being registered by someone named him and his poem went there once was a man who said God must find it exceedingly odd that this little tree continues to be when there's no one around in the quad and then Dear sir, your confusion is odd, for I am always around in the quad, and that's why the tree continues to be signed yours sincerely from God. So there yeah, you go. Wish I had come back now. Yeah. Was a quad? I can't remember. <laughs> um, it's a strange poem there. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, which brings us up to the question. I am kind of. You haven't even answered the question. We've begun off. I'm just, I'm just, lay, I'm just laying the groundwork here, man. I'm just laying the groundwork. I would suggest my personal feeling on the matter is that no, I don't think objective experience is possible. Well done. It, for me, it is. I, I, I just feel it is philosophically untenable. I've got a co- I've got two more questions. Apologies right. to Descartes, Locke, and Berkeley for completely mincing your philosophy. Sorry. Oh, sorry. One of them's not a question. One of them's something we have to discuss for Katie. Okay. So she said. Um, well, she basically uh, sent me a link here. And it's a, a hormone kit that lets men breastfeed. Ah. Oh, that's so it is, beautifully onto it links that. beautifully onto what we were just talking about. So, um, yeah, well, how do, you, do you have any thoughts on that? Like the whole so it men... Doesn't make could, you lactate then? No, it's like... <laughs> it doesn't make the men lactate. It's like a fake breast that the man can attach to himself. Like so he the fuckers. He, yeah, 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 <laughs> like that, exactly. Was that meet the fuckers or meet the parents? One of those, he had the fake breast, didn't he? Actually, it is Meet the Fuckers, isn't it? Yeah. So he's got that there. You any thoughts on that? Um, I in my um, the book I'm listening to. Hormone kit. Uh, it says hormone kit that lets uh, men breastfeed. Let me click on the link and I'll see if it gives us any more information. But um, okay, uh, could be available in as little as five years. Oh, so it's not just says, like a, a booty. Says the Daily Mail. Well, I didn't. I didn't. Look for this. Okay, you just sent yeah. it to me. So this is Hormone completely different. It may then. cause their chest to swell up to a B cup. <laughs> so this is actually. In I think hormones it is. For the Sorry, man. yeah, it's not the boob. It's not the fake boob. No. Hormones taken throughout a partner's pregnancy make men grow milk ducts. I was in- joking when I said that. <laughs> you were spot on. Um, the inventor argues women already have enough already to deal cha- with. <laughs> already changed. <laughs> yeah. Without their husband growing tits. Give him a break. Inventor argues women already change their hormones via the birth control pill. Kit is an empathy tool fathers can use if their partner struggles to breastfeed. Not yet tested in men, but side effects are expected to include right. breast growth. All I'm going to say is... This is crazy. All I'm going to say at this point is, given that this is the Daily Mail, I'm going to take that all of that with a gigantic helping of salt. Yeah, fair enough. But it's an um, interesting topic anyway, isn't it? Whether it's true or not. Okay, so, so we can okay, should we say the, for the sake of argument, if it were possible, what yeah. would I make of it? Yeah. <laughs> If it's going to work for your family, go for it. Fuck it. But the book, the book I'm listening to at the moment, the Happiness Hypothesis, or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, they were talking. Uh, the bit I was just listening to is about the, you know, the uh, the experiment they did years ago with the the chimps and like I'm just going to say chimps, <laughs> like because it sums them all up really. Um, the you know you've got they had the the mesh sort of mum and the one with the soft <laughs> the softer mum. And then one that produced milk, and okay. one that was just the feel of the soft. Because they basically kept these monkeys in 
these cages that they were doing like experiments on. Not like you know mm. bad experiments, but like you know psycho. Um, Psychologically traumatising experiments. Yeah, yeah, you know, all that stuff. Um, and they had, like, diapers around the edge of their um, cages, and they always used to snuggle up to them and hold them. And they didn't really understand what, what the purpose of them doing that was. And they were saying, then they did the test with the two dummies, one that produced the milk and one that was just soft, like the, the diapers. And the monkeys would hold on to the soft one with its feet, its hind legs, whatever, and then lean over and get the milk from that one. So they were trying to test if they, it was just, you know, the milk that they were after or if it was there was something else. And then that was all to do with the fact that um, mammals or whatever need the, like that... that the, I can't remember what he, called, what he said it was called, but it was like the sort of the touch, just touch and comfort from a mother. Okay. So I'm wondering if with this whole, you know, dad's growing a pair of tits now, I can... I can, uh, I can feed from him. Is it gonna? Is that? Would that be psychologically damaging? Because they're not getting the the motherly thing. Is it just a maternal? I, I imagine it's more of a shared job, though, isn't it? It's. I mean, it's, they would still be getting their. Yeah, they're still getting fed, but they're not getting the yeah, motherly. But they would still be getting fed by the mother as well. But that's yeah. what they were saying. Is that because it's uh, even though yeah, it is a you know it's still a parent. Mm. It's not the mother the bond thing of like being inside. You know, growing inside them for all that time, and then blah 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 blah. There's like a difference there, apparently, and it's an important thing in human. Like, we, it's not just you don't just raise a child like or whatever. We need that other thing, which is love, essentially. Shit, I don't know. Well, this you is, know, this is this is very. You didn't much... expect that, did you? No, that is that, <laughs> that is a curve ball. Yeah, but it's interesting. It. That is, the, I mean, I can't, uh, I can't see it. I can't. I mean, there probably would be sensational pecs. <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, they're not looking sensational at the moment as a sea well, lion, but that's pack on a bit for the warmth. <laughs> True, and it seems to have worked. You know, you've got your harem there. So, um, all right, one more question. Um, Carl Smith. Hello, Carl. He has another question, which is: Is artificial intelligence a threat to humanity? Oh. Now here we go. You want, what you want me to Depends what kind of human you are. Well. Okay, let's put it, let's let's look at it this way. Um, in in the sort of traditional sci-fi or space opera sense, in which the machines rise up and fight us. Mm, yeah. In that sense, I robot, I robot, Terminator. Yeah, all that stuff. Um, the Matrix. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a sci-fi trope as old as sci-fi, really. Yeah. Um, Even uh, Space Odyssey. Mm, yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Then again, I mean, you, you might you, you, 2001 Space Odyssey, but Hal's actions, you could argue, were an act of self-preservation. Yeah, I know. Than... I'm just saying it's still another example of yeah, 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 AI, yeah. you know. I love that movie. I love that it's movie. It's a great too. movie. Come on, Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, are you cold again? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's just, I'm, I'm trying to do the monolith music. Yeah, I know, I know. I love it. Um, um, interestingly, mm-hmm. on the... Anniversary of Stephen Hawking's death. He was very um, anti-AI. Was he? In a sense that he warned against too much investment in AI. For the future of humanity. Well, I mean, one thing I would point out is that artificial intelligence is already influencing the structure of society. I mean, look at it this way. I mean, everyone talks about social media and the way it creates... Um, you know, it, it, polar, it has a polarising effect on mm-hmm. societies, right? Well, the thing is, the reason it does that is because of the algorithms, the artificially intelligent algorithms, which are designed to kind of send you one way or the other, politically, mm-hmm. or on a particular issue. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so you could argue that it's already... Having an effect, this, this I would is the sort say. of thing that he was arguing was the problem right. with it. Not so much it's going to come to life and start killing us all. I mean, maybe, uh, may, I mean, maybe, I mean, I think maybe a more realistic outlook is that artificial intelligence is going to start shaping and society in ways which we had not anticipated. I think changing it, neither, I don't yeah. know whether we know whether it's for the better or worse. I, I mean, I'd be surprised if. If violent machines rose up against us in yeah, the very I don't literal think sense, really believes that. Well, um, I imagine there are probably a few people. The internet, yeah, the internet's a big like, place. They're like foil hat people, aren't they? Yeah, possibly. 
but you know, I think it's probably more likely that uh, you know the way we engage with it yes. is going to seriously change the course of history. I agree with that. Perhaps, perhaps it already has. Depends perhaps who you believe. It already has. It's throwing evolution a curveball, isn't it? Well, who knows? Well, it's who knows? part of evolution, isn't it? Yeah. So what happens next? He might know. He's seven hundred years old. He can zip around the past and the future. Do you have sufficient data to? Uh, Are we going to go in the future at any point? We might be able to find out. <clears throat> yeah. Why can't he send us to the future? Future's a bit more difficult. Is it? Why's is that it? Not more algorithms. <laughs> oh, I see. Could you not I see? Well, how, I mean, how many data points would you say it would, <laughs> would you require to at least come up with a crude least squares regression line to at least predict roughly where we would be? Three hundred million. Oh, how many have we got? Two. Three. Two data points. Oh, Jesus. Like, we're not doing very well then, are Pretty we? Far behind. I was going to say we need to sort of wrap up and head off. Um, oh, you want to leave again, do you? Well, it's been nice, and I have enjoyed. You've you enjoyed know, this one, haven't you? I've enjoyed this one. It's been quite well, pleasant. Uh, no, no drama this time, you know. Not, not a lot of drama. I had a bit of drama at the start there. <laughs> what was that? Let's have a big old scuffle, didn't well, I? The German suplex well, followed yeah. by a clothesline from hell was pretty dramatic. I, I would say that's true. Actually. He tried to stab me. <laughs> He's a bit of a stabber, is he? Yeah, with them big old things on his face. Well, you dealt with it. So we, we were we were sort of, you know, just spectators there, so we've been yeah. all right, really. Yeah, we've had yeah, some yeah, soup, yeah. had a good old chat. But Put it the is... World to it's it's too nice, are you saying? No, 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 no. no, no. Oh, no, oh, it's no, been no, dreadful. No. Oh, oh, Can you please send it? us home? Oh, it's, it's, England. It's, it's a living nightmare. England. England, England. England is the, is the thing now. England. England it is, boys. This is now... England oh, was the next stop. Oh, it is? Is it? Oh, yeah, good. that was the next place. Wait, wait, home at last. I Isn't can't that nice? tell you how relieved I am to hear you say that. So, England, yes? You'll yeah. be in England, absolutely. Does it matter geographically where in England? If we're in England, that is a stop. Get us to England, we'll do the rest. Lovely. We'll figure yeah. it out. No bother at all. I've worked out where it is. Perfect. You're en route. Where's, well, how the, we where's in, the MacGuffin then? Where's the MacGuffin this uh, week? You know, I want to change it now, because it was... Uh, Thought I'd leave you something nice after a really bad trip to Antarctica. Oh yeah. Now, now it's going to be a bit too nice. You don't like the nice things, do you? Oh. Well, just take your whiskers. They are fine whiskers. They're, good, they're excellent whiskers. They are objectively. Objectively excellent. excellent objectively, whiskers. I'm not white knighting. Those are objectively <laughs> excellent whiskers. They are lengthy. <laughs> you tickle the whole length of them if you like. I would like you to start at the base. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tickle it. All the way all to the, the tip. All the way to the very tip. One each. Each, yeah. each, each whisker? No, just one each. One each, okay. Yeah, should we, should we should we crack one? on then, then? You get the left, I'll get the right. No, go on then. Go, go for it, lads. See you in go England. On. Here we go.